see how many people we get up in here. Yeah, I got the cash. When when did you drop it? Yesterday? Yeah, I got it. till we get about a hundred people in here and then we're gonna get started Bishop Ray, appreciate the membership. Shout out to Dark Power for the cash app. Appreciate you.
Let's see. Shout out to Terry for dropping some bread. Shout out to Paul. He said, just paying dues. Stay up. Shout out to D-Rock Den. Appreciate you. Yo, if you're just coming in here, make sure you support the channel. You can do so by going to Cash App, dollar sign, The Angry Man. Make the Cash App ring during the stream. We try to get at least 20 contributors per show. We actually got 40 yesterday, but, you know, we try to do 20 on this show. But... As you can see from the title, there's a statement that no one is making, but it needs to be said, and it's being ignored. It's being ignored. Nobody's really paying any attention to it, and I know why. No one's paying attention to it. I'm talking about everything that's going on right now. And of course, you know that due to the climate of everything, I have to somewhat speak in code, right? Matronly, appreciate you. I got to somewhat speak in code, but it is what it is. So... First of all, let me address the obvious. Now, last night, I just happened to be watching. Um, I was watching H.A. Goodman, right, for a brief second. And while I was watching him, he basically was telling everybody that all of the message board stuff was BS, right? He said that, you know, all of that Q stuff is, you know, that's nonsense. There is no plan, blase, blah, all of this good stuff, right? And so I'm sitting here looking at it. And I'm thinking to myself, how is he any different than somebody that's trying to say there is a plan without confirmation? How does he know there is no plan? You, you see what I mean? Like, what what would be the point of doing that? Because there's a lot of stuff that has happened. If you listen to the last, uh, if you listen to last night's X-22 report, it was crazy the way he broke it down. It, it is way too much going on. You, you look at how they've locked Washington, D.C. down. As many troops as they have in Washington, D.C., you should be concerned about that, regardless of what you believe. Regardless of whether you believe that, you know, 
the orange man is in control or whether swipers in control regardless of who is in control it should concern you that there are that many troops in dc that's not normal not on any given sunday and and you need to realize also that With that many troops there, that's a little that that's a little bit of you know that's an overreaction to what supposedly happened on the sixth. Now here's the funny thing about the sixth: everybody has been saying, "Yo, that was not supporters of the president. It was not supporters of the president." Now you got this knucklehead that messed around and got arrested. There's a video out of him, you know, inciting the riot. There's literally proof, right? There's literally proof of him, you know, on video that shows you where he's from, what organization he's with. You feel me? Like, there's just too much going on right now to just dismiss it as this is going to be regular. You, you look at you look at what's going on in D.C. right now, right? So, they're not having the regular inauguration, right? They took the stands down. In addition to taking the stands down, there's only going to be a certain number of people there. But it goes even further than that. They're not even going to do the. Uh, the inauguration rehearsal or whatever, whatever it is, the, the practice run, they're not even going to do that. They're not even going to do that. They're not going to do that. I think Swiper was supposed to go to D.C. tomorrow on, on the train. They're not going to do that. They canceled all of that. So you got to ask yourself, what, what is going on? Something is going on. Something is going on. You, you can pretend like it ain't. You can act like it's not. You can you can come with all of that goofiness all you want to. Something is definitely going on. Right? Then in addition to that, so here's the thing about the message board groups and stuff like that, right? And this is why I have a little bit of an issue with H.A. Goodman saying that. I can understand why he's frustrated with that information if he's been looking at it. But everything that was said 
was going to be done. Basically, what they said was going to be done is this this information was going to slowly be leaked out little by little every step of the way. That has happened. That has happened. That has happened almost like a choreographed dance, almost like an intricate plan. Because look, you had the sixth happen, right? And you had the goofiness happen on the sixth. Do you notice that every single time they push a narrative to try to make Trump look bad for some odd reason? The proof to the contrary comes out right behind it. You haven't noticed that? That every time some conniving, sneaky thing is done, like, how, how convenient is it that right after the sixth happened and mainstream media just ran with it they just oh the trump supporters uh uh they're they're terrorists oh uh, they're this they're that they just ran with it how much of a coincidence like for instance if you watch a movie right like say for instance like we're, we're looking at something like remember the movie shooter with mark Wahlberg? Now, remember how they went and got him. He was out in the woods minding his business. They went and got him and they said, we need you to show us, you know, if if a if a sniper was going to try to do X, Y, Z, we need you to show us how he would do it because we think there's a threat on so and so or whatever. And in the way it played out, you're looking at it like, wow, they set him up lovely. Like, they set him up lovely. Like, oh, my God. And then you say to yourself, if you're like me, and you're watching a movie like that, appreciate you, uh, Ray. If, if you're like me, and you're watching a movie like that, the first thing you say to yourself is, there's no way he would get exonerated. There's no way. Like, that's some movie type ish. If this was real life, he'd be done. They they would lock him up and throw away the key. There's no way he would be able to, you know. But then you start to say to yourself, but then again, I gotta think it's a movie. It's written that way. Right? So whenever you see these movies where somebody gets set up to take the fall and then there's some kind of intricate way that they can prove they didn't do it, you say to yourself, it's because it was written that way. So why is it right now in real life, we're watching something play out as if it's a movie? But we're not supposed to believe that there's a plan. Oh, and by the way, he just happens to be declassifying the Obamagate stuff today. Oh, that just happened. That just happened to be happening right now.
Yesterday, he signed some uh, executive order that uh, makes it, I think it makes it impossible for anybody in the U.S. to be invested in Chinese companies. Like, like why is he doing all of this? Are we supposed to believe that he's just doing this stuff randomly? Is that really what we're supposed to believe? Like, seriously. <laughs> like, are we supposed to believe that all of this is just random occurrences? Nothing to see here. Just random. Just random. Is that what we're supposed to believe? Look, I'm going to keep it funky with you. I'm not about selling hopium. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. I try to look at things in a realistic, logical manner, right? But if I was to say, that something doesn't smell fishy, I'd be lying. I'd be lying, bro. If I was to sit here and say, it doesn't look like something underlying is happening, I'd be lying. I'd be lying. Now, I'm going to tell you something else, too. <laughs> the amount of stuff that it looks like they are going to get away with. If they actually do, you, you, you better, you better get on your knees and start praying right now. You better get on your knees and start absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. If they get away with this, Bruh, impeaching a president twice without due process, twice, twice without proof, twice. 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 Shout out to Ray Clemens for the double up. Shout out to Kerr when he said, like I said, Trump will remain in office angry. Word. Oh, and that last little speech he gave where he told everybody to be peaceful and to chill out and all of that. He said, there will be a peaceful transition. <laughs> Every time he says it, he doesn't say Biden. 
He says, hey, hey, every time, <laughs> every time I'm listening to his wording very carefully. Like I'm listening to his wording very carefully like, bro, okay. Okay. What what is he saying? Like every time. Yes, he's being mad cryptic. And we just supposed to ignore that? So basically, this is what everybody wants us to believe. Even guys like H.A. Goodman, right? They want us to believe. And somebody else in here said it. Somebody else said they already got away with it. No, they didn't. Digital Knight said they already got away with it. No, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't. I can, I can prove that they did I can prove that they did. And by the way, if you just came in here, man, hit the leak. We need 20 people, man. We need 20 people to hit the cash app, man. Shout out to James. He said, working to get a wrench. I got you. Captain Cisco said, ain't they trying to? Yeah. <laughs> they talking about that. I can prove it. Would y'all like me to prove beyond a reason of a doubt they ain't get away with nothing? Very simple. Very simple. Very simple concept. Tracy, appreciate you. Said, I like your style. Appreciate that. Here's the proof that they didn't get away with nothing. We know about it. That's your proof. As the old saying goes, it's only cheating if what? If you get caught. No, better yet, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Over 74 million people know about it. We know too much about it. Now, this is something you got to realize. Just because it seems like no one has acted on it. Like, here's the thing. <laughs> this is one thing that a lot of people keep forgetting about. James, appreciate you. They're in a panic mode. They're in panic mode to make sure he don't run again. Man, they're in panic mode to try to get him up out of there right now. 
They're in panic mode to try to get him up out of there now. But here's the thing. Let, let me ask y'all a question. Let me ask y'all a question. This, this, this is just an honest question, right? How many dudes... How many dudes have supposedly got away with, like, murder in the 80s only to get caught in the 2000s because of DNA? The thing, the thing you got to realize is this type of stuff that's going on right now, you know, statute of limitations on this. So even even if you feel like, oh, well, they currently there, you did say say that, say that, say currently they seem to be getting away with that is more accurate. That is more accurate. But again. We do not know what is going on behind the scenes. We do not know. Look, let me explain something to you. Let me explain something to you. I remember back in, I want to say 2003, 2003 or something like that, right? Black Wolf, appreciate you. He said, from the Tide Ninja Scholarship. <laughs> appreciate you. So, back in 2003, right? Something like that. 2003, 2004, something like that. Killian, appreciate you. So, I was... You know, I had been living in Greensboro, North Carolina, right? But I had moved away to VA. But the apartment complex that I lived in in Greensboro, you know, I used to have a bunch of customers, right? Um, Francesca, appreciate you. I used to have a bunch of customers where I would sell them, like, the mixed CDs and stuff like that, right? You know, on some hustle man type stuff. You know, mix CDs, things like that. Nothing, you know, nothing uh, uh, illegal. You know, questionable, but not illegal. Um, and so when I got to VA, you know, I would go back down there periodically to take, you know, customers, music and stuff like that. So... I went down there one night and me and my kid's mother and she was getting out of the car. We would go to each apartment and she was getting out of the car and she had like a bag. She had like a red bag, right? And so she would get out and she would go into the apartment of whatever customer, sell them the CDs or whatever that they requested. And then she'd come out, right? Now, we did that for like 
you know, for like, you know, probably like a good hour or two. And we come out of the apartment complex. And as we're coming out of the apartment complex. There was a van in front of me that was driving a little too slow. I'm like, what are they doing? And so I try to go around the van. And the moment I try to go around the van, whoop, police from everywhere came out of nowhere. Just whoop. And unbeknownst to me, they had been watching me the whole time. And the reason why they were watching me is because that particular apartment complex, supposedly, there were reports of somebody dealing drugs, right? Like hard drugs. So they thought it was me because they had shit there and watched me, right? So they're like, we need to search your car. I'm like, search it. You ain't going to find no drugs in my car. Cause I ain't selling no drugs, right? So they searched the car. They didn't find no drugs or whatever. Um, I still had to get arrested because I had a warrant for a failure to appear in court. But other than that, it wasn't nothing serious. Like I got out the same night, all of that good stuff. But the point that I'm trying to make is I'm nobody. I'm nobody. I'm an average everyday dude. Okay? And at that time, I I wasn't no YouTuber, so nobody knew who I was. I was just a regular dude at a regular apartment complex in the middle of extra regular Greensboro, North Carolina. And they sprung a trap on me that I did not see coming. Now, this is local law enforcement. Local. Local. Now, most of you may not grasp what I'm trying to explain to you. What I'm trying to explain to you is that if there is some high-level operation going to know about it until it happens. Not really. You might think there's going to be something. You might get some hints about something, but how it's going to play out if it happens, you are never going to know until it happens. You're not. That's why that's why I'm reserving my judgment about that until it until it plays out you feel me i'm re- i'm reserving my judgment until it plays out so for you know and i don't know ha goodman but here's the thing that really bothers me about you know some of these commentators It's like there's a lot of people out there that they still have hope. They do not want to believe that they live in a 
country that can fall to this level of corruption. They don't want to believe that. They want to believe that their voices were heard. They want to believe that justice will be done, some semblance of it, right? They want to believe this. And my thing is, who are you to take that from them? I mean, we get what your position is and, you know, and those like you, like y'all are just willing to accept it. Oh, well, it just happened. We just got to move on to 2022 or 2024. And we get it. That's the main reason why some of this goes on the way it go on, because there's so many of you that's just willing to bend over and take whatever foreign object they decide to ram up your bottom. But my thing is, if somebody else, you know, feels like, you know what, there's still hope. Why take that from? If somebody says to me, yo, do you think there's a plan? I'll say, I, I don't know, but I hope so. It looks like it. It appears to be one. You said it's funny that the DOJ is locking up people now after four years. Yeah, but here's the other thing that nobody's paying attention to. Corey said, AM salute, bad news VA in the building. Here's the other thing that nobody's paying attention to. Who are they locking up? Who are they locking up? Who are they locking up? Army chief said, you are a patriot, my friend. Keep it coming. No doubt. Who are they locking up? All of a sudden now they're springing into action, but who are they locking up? The rabble rousers that they're locking up from the six, those ain't Trump supporters. And they know it. They just, matter of fact, hold on. I'm going to tell you something that they just did. Dean said the NRA is filing for bankruptcy. They're bracing for something.
Y'all give me one second. Shout out to Nicholas. Shout out to Shango. He says straight facts. Defeatist nihilism is cancer. Yeah. No need to apologize. Be quiet, Siri. <clears throat> my bad, y'all. I seen something pop up on the screen. I thought thought somebody was trying to use my credit card. Can't have that. But I, I can't rock with this defeatist attitude. There's just too much going on right now for anybody to be like, well, this is what it is or this is what it is. Like, the only people that I that I can honestly say that you you got you got Gorka. Gorka said, he basically said, he said, look, nobody knows what's going to happen. And anybody that tells you they know what's going to happen is lying to you. Now, I can agree with that. I can agree with that as far as individuals that are not on the inside. Like if you're not inside the government, you know, at certain levels, you don't know what's happening. You know what I'm saying? You you not going to know what's happening. You feel me? Now, the only reason why in my personal opinion I'll give some type of credence to the uh uh to the message boards is because that is supposed to be military leaking certain things. Now, I don't know how true that is. I don't know how true that is. I don't know how feasible that is. I can understand why that would be done 
from a strategic standpoint. But the only other thing that I can say is that it's been accurate so far. That's the only thing. And again, like I said before, like I said yesterday, if it does not pan out the way everybody is saying it's going to pan out, there's a lot of reputations on the line. There's a whole lot of reputations on the line. So you got quite a few dudes that's saying there's a plan, saying it's going to fall a certain way. And if it don't fall that way, look, ain't no need of trying to move the goalpost or none of that. Because everybody going to know it was BS. You feel me? But until that happens, I'm reserving judgment. Like, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I know for a fact that it's not going to happen. There, there isn't a plan. I can't say that, man. And I don't think there's anybody that can say that, that we have access to. You feel me? But all I know is this. There's a whole lot of goofiness going on. There's a whole heap of goofiness going on. But yo, man, if you just coming in here, we got, man, this is crazy. We got 506 people in here. I need at least 10 more people to support the channel. I need at least 10 more people to support the channel. We got 510 people in here. We should be able to get that like like right now. We should be able to get that with no problem. With 500 some people? Come on, man. 500 and some people? That should be nothing. for this joint to update shout out to luther appreciate you shout out to big mike he said i'm just in the mindset to protect my fam you and me both shout out to vine appreciate you shout out to jaron that's cool we got four what is it four we got five Got four people off the rip. Jaron, appreciate you. <clears throat> no, excuse me, Gerard. My bad. Gerard, appreciate you. So, okay. Lindsey Graham releases 11 transcripts of interviews conducted during Senate Judiciary Committee's probe 
of Crossfire Hurricane. Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Why would he do that? Like, why would he do that? Why would that fence riding dude do that? Janet, appreciate you. And I don't know if you noticed this either. I don't know if you noticed this either. There's a bunch of politicians that's flip-flopping. It's almost like they're riding the fence purposely to throw everybody off. You haven't noticed that? Press one in the chat room if you've noticed that. Oh, we dropped down to 490. Guess people didn't want to contribute. Oh, well. That's why it feels like something is going on. You got them fence riding. On the one hand, it looked like they against Trump. On the other hand, it looked like they formed. And just back and forth it goes. Back and forth, back and forth. Dragon, appreciate the membership. Just back and forth it goes. Back and forth it goes. But we're not supposed to think nothing of it, right? You're not supposed to think nothing of it, right? And and your homegirl, your homegirl Liz Cheney, it's over for her. It's it's done. It's it, her 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 political career is done. Great Britain, shout out to you. He said just coming in. Throwing support, respect. Hey, man, shout out to you. Austin, appreciate you. It's done. Her career is done. It's over. It's over for her. It's over. It's over for her. And it's over for those 10, those 10 Republicans that voted for impeachment. They done. They're done. You might as well stick a fork in them. Francesca, appreciate you. Said doubling up. Appreciate you. They're done. They're done. They're done. Yo, Lou Dobbs is gangster, man. Lou Dobbs is gangster. I don't care what nobody say. Lou Dobbs be on it, fam. Lou Dobbs was doing the report on who voted for the, <laughs> which Republicans voted for the uh, uh, impeachment he put all they pictures up there. <laughs> he had all of they pictures up there. I was like, yo. <laughs> I said, Luke Dobbs is gangster. Yo. He put their pictures up there. Just like, yeah, man. Straight savage. His savagery, boy. Look, look. I was like. 
He threw their pictures up there. So they postponed the inauguration rehearsal claiming that there's security threats. <laughs> oh my goodness. How could there be a security threat when you have you have more soldiers in DC than you have in Afghanistan right now? Y'all know that? You have more soldiers in D.C. right now than in Afghanistan. You got walls around the Capitol. You got walls around the important buildings and they're being guarded by soldiers. Soldiers who have authorization to use lethal force. Why would you not feel safe in that situation? The only way that you would feel there's a security threat is if you ain't in control of them soldiers. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And your boy, and I, and I don't know how many ways I got to say this, man. You can't ban the orange man. You can't. You can't. Even after they did all of that, even after all of this goofiness, the 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 ban, the the the, the him being kicked off of platforms, the the freaking the freaking you know being impeached twice. Guess what? His approval rating is still going up. And I told y'all, what did I tell y'all a while ago? I said, if they keep going hard in the paint like this, they're going to make this man a legend. They're going to make this man a legend. They're gonna, they are turning him into a martyr. And they don't even realize it. Like real talk, they're turning this man into a martyr. Digitally. And it's like, bruh, you, you don't realize you got to you got to pull back because if you keep going hard in the paint, you just going to make him. You said Twitter stock is still dropping. The funny thing is, why have they not caught? Look, here's the thing that I got to say. This is what I got to say about the whole situation. Why don't they just come out and say that, shout out to Chainbreaker, if you're rich and in a certain position, you're above the law. Now, at first, I'm going to tell you the truth. At first, I wanted to believe that if you're rich, you're above the law. And that's why a lot of this goes on. But we can't believe that. Because every once in a blue moon, somebody that's massively rich gets 
indicted, arrested, and prosecuted. That does happen. It does happen. So, I mean, Cosby is a, that's an easy example. That's low hanging fruit. But see, that can be put, you can put that on racism. You can say, oh, that's, you know, because he's black. But look at Epstein. Look at, look at, look at uh, uh, Epstein. Look at Weinstein. Right? Look at, look at, uh, uh, there's a bunch of dudes. There's a bunch of dudes that, that you could really look at and be like, wow, it really didn't make no difference how much money, power, and influence they had. And see, look, everybody is so used to something being a certain way, right? Everybody's so used to something being a certain way. Like, and I get it. Most people be like, man, it's been like this. They've been corrupt. They've been corrupt for the majority of our lifetime. Because if you go back to the first George Bush, right, that's most of our lifetimes. That's most of our entire lifetimes, right? So we could be like, man, that's just the way it is. But look, they may have been in power, able to do whatever they want. But have you ever heard the old saying, all good things must come to an end? Nothing lasts forever. Nothing lasts forever. And as my grandmother used to say back in the day, the wind don't blow the same always. Sooner or later, it blows in a different direction. So you got to ask yourself this question. If we know that it's been messed up and corrupt and goofy? How do we know that this situation isn't the breaking point? How do we know that this situation isn't the, the look, whether you want to admit it or not, everything that has taken place last year is going to cause a fundamental change in this country. And the thing about it is, no matter how much censorship, no matter how much, uh, Trent appreciates you, no matter how much censorship, no matter how much they try to spin it, you can't unsee the truth. That's the thing about the truth. You you cannot unsee the truth. You can't. You you can't put the toothpaste back in the toothpaste tube. You you can't. Can't put the rabbit back in the hat. You can't. You can't. And the thing about it, whether you want to admit there's a plan or not, somebody planned something because the entire 
world just witnessed everything. The whole world just witnessed it. And they're still witnessing it. They're still witnessing it. Great Britain said when they made it a crime to not accept a crime committed against you, you come into understanding that this country has been ran by criminals. Word. Look at all of the countries that's speaking up. Now, now ask yourself this question. <laughs> Nobody really thinks about this. Because everybody's saying, man, this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. Because first thing they're going to do is they're going to they, they silence everybody. And then they're going to take everybody's guns. And then they're going to try to turn this country into so-and-so. Well, you haven't even got nowhere near close to that. And you already got other countries speaking up. Didn't think about that, did you? You ain't even nowhere near that yet. And already, you, you all, all they had to do in this country was to silence somebody important. And already you got other countries speaking up. You got France speaking up. You got uh, India speaking up. You got Australia speaking up. You even got Mexico speaking up. Like, just think about that. Just think about that for a second. Germany got everybody speaking up. Like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. What do y'all think y'all doing over there? Y'all supposed to be the, the land of the free and the home of the brave. What was y'all doing? Y'all supposed to be the shining example. And you got Jack Dorsey sitting around. He done got caught on tape running his mouth like a chatty patty. Uh, well, we just need to, um, you know, this is just the beginning of it, and I don't see it ending anytime soon, and I, you know, I think... They need to lock him under the jail. They need to lock him under the jail. Under the jail. Just the nerve. Just the nerve. The pure audacity. You ain't even been, your company ain't even been, how long has Twitter been here?
like 10 years maybe? Does he think a 10-year-old company is going to turn the freest country in the world into communist China? Is that what he thinks? Is that what he thinks as he sips on his soy boy latte? Is that what he really thinks? Well, I tell you what, Fronte Unito, if that's what he thinks, he has grossly overestimated his company's power. And that much is evident right now, considering the billions they just lost and probably are going to continue to lose. Not to mention the fact, look, let me tell you something. When you a boss, you do boss things, right? So when they was showing that big D energy and saying, Oh, we're going to ban the president. We're going to ban the sitting president. Boom. You got to keep that same energy. You got to keep that same energy across the board. You, you can't be bossed up over here. And then when Uganda bans you, you crying to them talking about this is a violation of basic human rights. No, keep that same energy. And that right there, um, that right there alone is what lets me know that he has overestimated his reach. Because if all it took was for Uganda bruh Uganda all it took was Uganda That's all it took. For you to start dropping them crybaby tweets. Tweet, 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 tweet. What, what you gonna do when states here in America start wholesale banning your platform? Well, what you gonna do when freaking uh, 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 internet companies start opting out so that you they people can't even access? Man, I knew. Look, check this out. Long before I ever talked about politics, I've been said this about the Internet. How many times have y'all heard me say that right now the Internet is like the Wild West? I said the Internet now is like now that the Internet is super popular because of the advent of the smartphone. Now that everybody has a smartphone, everybody's on the Internet. 
But I said the internet is like the gold rush back in the day. In the same way back in the day when you had the gold rush, you had a bunch of lawlessness. You had a bunch of lawlessness and somebody had to rein that crap in and tame the West. That's what you're looking at right now. I've been said that. I've been said that the internet is going to have to be reined in. And these companies that are allowed to freaking come up with terms of service that you got to follow, even if those terms of service violate your civil rights, that got to be checked. That got to be checked. That got to be checked. And I'm, and I'm willing to bet you any amount of money there's lawyers out there that ain't even thinking about it. They ain't even challenging it. Like, for instance, you got a you got a freaking Facebook account. Ernest said an internet company banned Twitter did in Idaho. Yeah. Look, you got you got Amanda, appreciate you, says Seed. Thanks for your commitment to the true seers. No doubt. Appreciate that. Hyundai, appreciate you. Look, let's say for argument's sake, you inside your house, right? You got a, 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 a gun. But you're not supposed to have a gun. Let's say you a felon and you inside your house and you got a gun, right? And then somebody outside your house calls the police and they say, hey, that guy in there has a gun. Can the police just walk in your house and arrest you because somebody outside the house said that you had a gun in that house? Can they just walk in your house? No. It's called habeas corpus. Due process. They got to go get a warrant. They got to go get a warrant. They got to go get a warrant. First, right? They got to go get a warrant. How much you want to bet <clears throat> that there's people? Well, you know, here's the thing. If they're doing that in some states, then it needs to be challenged. If they're doing that in some states, it needs to be challenged. It needs to be challenged. Because... You know, the only time, let, let me explain something to you about law, the way law works. The way law works is this. There are agencies that will take liberties with the law. In fact, given the fact that I have been arrested before, right? Mr. Jackson, appreciate you. There's been numerous times I've went to jail on an arrest and then I go into the bullpen and you know what dudes are in there doing 
They're in there reading their charges to each other. And let's see, Rob said, I feel like the troops are there to lock up all the politicians on the seal indictments. It might be. Look. They'll be in there telling each other, they're like, man, what's your charges? What what what'd you get? And they'll be reading them out loud, right? And they'll say to each other, oh, well, them first two, you're going to get them thrown out. In other words, you get arrested, you might get five charges, but only two of the charges is going to stick. And see, most people don't understand that if they've never been through the criminal justice system. What you got to understand about the criminal justice system is the law is 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 the law is not definite. In the sense that just because a law was broken does not mean it's going to be enforced. What's going on, Kendra? And most people don't understand that. And it cuts both ways. Just because a law was broken does not necessarily mean it's going to be enforced. You could have broke a law. And then you go to court. And because of some loophole, that gets thrown out. And then you go home, scot-free. Or you could have not broken a law, got accused of something. And because you wasn't able to prove yourself or you didn't have the right lawyer or you didn't have the right information you end up doing some time or some probation for something you didn't even do that's the criminal justice system so you may have somebody that you may have a cop that raids your house well, guess what? Unless you do your homework, unless you own your P's and Q's, unless you know the law of your land that you currently stay in, he may have done it illegally. And it may stand in court. If you don't know what to do. Because what do they say? Ignorance of the law is no excuse, right? It's not. You can't use ignorance of the law as a defense in court. You cannot. You can't do something illegal and then say, I didn't know it was illegal. Now, you may have a judge that may show leniency because of that. If he's convinced of the fact that you didn't know it was illegal. Or if you can prove beyond a reason of a doubt that you didn't know it was illegal, you, you might get some leniency from the court. But that's why that's why law is, is look, this is the reason why you got the goofiness going on right now. Because most of the politicians used to be lawyers. That's what you got to realize. Most of the politicians used to be lawyers. Most of the senators, congressmen and women, governors used to be lawyers. The attorney general is definitely a lawyer. Right? 
Supreme Court judges definitely used to be lawyers. The vast majority of your political uh, uh, community used to be lawyers. And why does that make them good politicians? Because they know how to twist and, and spin the English language with that forked tongue. That's the whole reason why you got the goofiness you see going on right now. Because you got a bunch of lawyers fighting each other. And you got a bunch of lawyers that know every dirty trick in the book. Because if they didn't know every dirty trick in the book, they wouldn't have gotten to the position that they're at. Only reason they're in the position that they're in is because they know every dirty trick in the book. And they know every dirty trick to look out for. And that's why you see this goofiness going on. See, for us regular folk, it's just a matter of black and white. Either you broke the law or you didn't. Either you violated the Constitution or you didn't. But see, for them, it's different. It's like that episode of The Wire when uh, McNulty was in there. Um, I forgot when it was. I think it's when he finally caught Avon. It was either when he caught Avon <clears throat> or it was when he caught uh, Marlowe. Oh, no. I know when it was. It was when they went to Levy and the the female lawyer that uh no she I think she was a district attorney and um McNulty said look I'm not part of your club and I don't speak your little your 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 uh little crooked language right in fact let me see if I can find that McNulty versus Levy. calls me for anything, I'll tell him to turn himself in. You know I wouldn't do that. Not good enough. Excuse me? We need him now. No, thanks. Um, perhaps as an officer of the court, you oh, could endeavor Ronnie's being to... Polite. She's a member of your twisted little tribe, so she's putting it into your twisted little language. Me, I wouldn't wipe my ass with a Baltimore lawyer. Woo! No offense. None taken. I mean, I'm willing to let you little rat fuckers suborn perjury and blow smoke up a judge's ass and jury tamper your balls off without losing the slightest bit of my sunny disposition. And fuck me if I don't let you structure your cash in a briefcase fees either. That's between you and the IRS. Neither one of you is anybody's friend, right? I think what Jimmy is trying to say is... No, what Jimmy is saying is if you want me to keep my nose close to your shit, then you're going to have to throw me a little something when I need it. And right now, I need Savino Bratton in bracelets. 
I don't know where he is. Well, you repped him the last four felonies. I'm guessing you can get word to him if you want to. <laughs> yeah, it reminds me of a joke. That reminds me of a joke. Yeah, man, I used to drop them clips, man. It's so much wisdom. It's it's so much wisdom in those in those shows, man. Like if you ever want to see how corrupt a city can be, like a, a local government can be, just watch the wire. That's all you gotta do. If you ever want to see why it's so difficult. For cities like Baltimore, New York, Detroit, if you ever want to see why, Chicago, if you ever want to see why it's so difficult to get anything done, just watch that. Just, just watch it. Just watch it. It's too much BS. It's too much BS. Like, justice gets tangled up in red tape and bought off by the green. That's what happens. That's what happens. That's what happens. And and unfortunately, you could be, look, and I'm not sitting here saying that every single person that's a politician is corrupt. I'm not saying that. But it's very difficult for you to go into that game clean and think that you're going to come out clean. Because it's the nature of it. Because it's dealing with power. It's dealing with power and influence. And you've already got dirty people in there. So it's hard for you to get in there without getting infected. And like, you know, I've had people say to me, yo, you should run for some type of office. The only reason why I don't is because I'm too much of a, of a uh, crusader for that. I'm too much of a crusader for that. You feel me? Because if I were to... Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. They about to... Look, the NRA about to go ham, bro. If you think the NRA ain't about to put up a fight... The NRA is about to go ham. Yeah, bronze dip. I'm too, I'm too, I'm a Libra. You feel me? So if I see the scales, it would stress me out too much. It would stress me out too much. I would never want to be in a position to where I know an injustice is happening. And I know for a fact it's an injustice. And I should have the power to stop it, but I can't stop it. I wouldn't be able to deal with that. I wouldn't be able to deal with that. Plus, I've ran my mouth too much to be able to run a, a, a to be able to run a clean uh, campaign. They would pull, man. They would go find some clips of me talking trash somewhere, and that'd be the end of it. It'd be a waste of time. 
it'd be a waste of time. I mean, don't get it twisted. I'd make a good politician. You feel me? In the sense that I would really try to make a difference. But I don't know. I, I don't I don't see too many individuals trying to do the right thing. The world the world just seems to be too corrupt. Seeking power. You know? Trying their best to be at the top of the heap. But this goofiness that's going on right now, yeah, it will not end well. And your boy, your boy Swiper, your boy Swiper is already trying to get in everybody's good graces. He's trying to give a federally mandated $15 an hour minimum wage. And he's trying to do a 1.9 trillion, uh, 1.9, what is it? I think it's a 1.9 trillion dollar stimulus. So basically, he's trying to give everybody that $2,000 check. I, <laughs> he's one of the most plagiarizing people I've ever seen in my life, man. <laughs> he's a plagiarist, man. <laughs> it's like, bruh, are you serious? You just... You just be reading the cliff notes, huh? And look, Project Veritas, they was like, yo, they never seen that many people wanting to be whistleblowers that work at Twitter. So, bruh, you over there doing that goofy stuff in, in Twitter, but what you don't even realize is that there's a bunch of people working for your company that don't agree with what you're doing, bruh. So they, they secretly recording, dude, and oh my God, like this is a mess. This is a mess. This is a mess, bruh. This is a mess. At the end of the day, we, we gonna have to ask the question, was it really worth it? Was it really worth it? <laughs> and you better hope and pray that Dan Bongino does not get parlor back up. You better hope and pray. And most people be like, 
Well, Parlor's down right now. They're missing their opportunity. Not necessarily. Not necessarily. This may backfire even more. This may cause the demand to go up. This may cause the demand to go up. Demand goes up when you don't have access to something. You better hope and pray they don't get Paula back up. And I and I got a feeling that he's going to get it back up because he said he will go bankrupt if he got to. <laughs> That's what Dan Bongino said. He said he will go bankrupt if he, he said, I'll go bankrupt if I got to, to get this thing back up. He is not playing. He is not playing. <laughs> you, that man is on a mission. That man is on a mission. Ain't got nothing to lose. Ain't got nothing to lose either. And, and look, American Negro said, I, I have never seen a mess like this before in history. Exactly. Exactly. And this is my thing. Everybody's predicting that, oh, it's just going to be, you know, Swiper going to get in there and he's going to get inaugurated and then he's just going to be there for the next four years. If, if That's what you're expecting to happen. But here's my question. Has anything you expected to happen, happened? Has anything you expect? How do you think you can predict what's going to happen when every single thing we've seen happen has not been predictable? Now, you know what the normal thing would be? The normal thing would be that Trump called in the National Guard and the troops to secure the Capitol for optics because of what happened on the 6th. And that's the only reason he did it. And come the 20th, they're just going to have a regular small inauguration and Swiper's going to put his right hand up and his left hand on the Bible and he's going to get sworn in and then him and, you know, chamomile are going to be inaugurated and then they're going to go about the business of uh, running the country. That would be normal. That would be normal. That would be normal. But how long have we not had normal? We ain't had normal since January of 2020. Me neither, Soul Shader. If it happens, I will be shocked. If it happens, I will be amazed. I will be shocked and amazed. I don't see it happening. Like I can feel it in my bones. I don't see it happening. I can't see it. Yeah, American Negro, ain't nobody, ain't no Trump supporters going up there. 
Ain't no Trump supporters going up there. Matt, appreciate you. He said, showing some love. You said, Murphy's Law. Whatever can go wrong, will go wrong. As far as, far as what? As far as what? what? What are you saying Murphy's Law is applying to? You said, expect anything? Yeah. But see, I think that Murphy's Law applies to Swiper. I think it applies to Swiper. Because anything that could go wrong for him has went wrong. Everything has went wrong for him. Everything. And, and keep in mind, they're getting ready to, to, Trump getting ready to release, he getting ready to declassify uh, Crossfire Hurricane. He getting ready to declassify Obamagate. And you forgetting, Swiper was part of that administration. Then you got Pelosi doing this drive-by uh, drive impeachment. And just because she set that precedence, you already got a freshman. Uh, 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 you already got a freshman con congressional woman talking about on the 21st. I'm filing uh, papers on Swiper. Like, yo, I don't see how this dude is going to have. First, I don't see how this dude is going to get inaugurated. And then I don't see how he's going to have a smooth administration. I just can't see it. There's too much effery. Too much effery. It's like, look. Here's something like, like I'll give you a prime example. This, this is something. This is something that I've always lived by in my life, right? Let's say that one of my homeboys hits me up and he says to me, hey, man, we going to the club later on tonight. You coming with us? You want to come with us? And I'll be like, OK, yeah, cool. I just got to go, you know, grab me some new gear and this, that, and the third or whatever. Right. So, OK, cool. So. I get up to go. I come out of the crib, I drive off, and then I realize I left my wallet. So then I go back to go get my wallet. I go to the store to buy something. I can't find nothing that I want to wear. I can't find nothing that I like. You know, the stuff that I do find that I like is, is you know, is, um, you know, not the right size. And, you know, it just, it, it just seems like everything leading up to me going to that club is a disaster. It's just going wrong. I'm a firm believer 
that that's the universe's way of telling you not to go. Now, there have been times I've been hard-headed and I went and did, went anyway, and it didn't turn out good. And I'll be like, man, I knew I shouldn't have did this or I knew I shouldn't have went or I knew, you know what I'm saying? Now you look at Swiper. Everything has went wrong. Everything. They are literally trying to drag him across the finish line. And it's like, bruh, let it go. Just let it go. Just let it go for the love of God. You literally have to almost destroy the entire country just to get him in there. Now, just think about that. Just let, just wrap your mind around that for a second. You've had to ignore the Constitution. You've had to destroy the people's trust in certain states. You've destroyed people's trust in the voting process. You've destroyed the people's trust in not only Congress and the government, but the Supreme Court. Now you're basically dismantling freedom of speech And all the while trying to hide and cover up some of the most nefarious things anybody could ever imagine. You got every other country looking at us with the side eye. It's like, bruh, you are literally destroying the country to force something that at this point is obvious ain't supposed to be. Like, am I the only one that sees that? Look at how much you got to do. And, and I can tell you this right now. That type of stubbornness does not end well. It doesn't. That type of stubbornness just does not end well. Now, most could turn around and say, oh, well, Trump is stubborn. Yeah, but he's in the righteous position to be stubborn. Which is why his approval rating is still where it's at. You even got you even got certain rural counties. Right? They want they want a restructuring or a rezoning so that they can be part of a different state. This is how bad it is. You got Texas talking about seceding. You got other states talking about they want to do the same. You got some states that have counties that are on the edge of the state. And they're like, look, the next state over is red. Can't we just can't we just do a new survey and draw this line different so that we're part of the red state instead of this blue state? It's like, bruh, 
like, look, it's like the movie The Watchmen. Ozymandias, he wanted to bring the world together because the world was on the verge of nuclear war or whatever, right? And he wanted to bring the world together. So what he did is he replicated Dr. Manhattan's ability to blow up stuff, right? And so when he caused that explosion, right? When he caused that goofiness to happen, it brought the world together, right? And he was trying to say, but look, we brought the world together. He said, yeah, but you deformed it. What difference does it make if you've deformed it? That's why you got Swiper running around here talking about unifying and he's going to be the president of everybody. It doesn't matter. You are doing irreparable damage. You're deforming the country to force yourself into a position you never deserved. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. And it shows me even more now, now more than ever, that no matter how much we think these people that are older are adults, they're not. They're children. They are the equivalent of children who get angry and throw tantrums because they cannot have their way. This is pathetic. And it would be sad if it wasn't so utterly ridiculous. I've never in my life seen such a disgusting display. And I'm pretty sure that I'm sharing the same sentiment of the vast majority of the people of this country. They're disgusted. You got you got uh, uh, Liz Cheney from Wyoming. <clears throat> you got the entire state against her. They said that they've been blowing up their phones, emailing. They've been all over the website. They want her up out of there. And I'm sitting back looking at this and I'm like, bruh. How can you continuously say the people have spoken while simultaneously ignoring the people?
by far the most ridiculous thing ever. It's, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's utterly ridiculous. Trying to see if we got any updates. <clears throat> oh, did you hear about that? Did you hear about the MIT professor? MIT professor arrested and charged with grant fraud for failing to disclose work for Chinese government. Why would he get arrested? Why would he get arrested? Why would he get arrested? If the CCP has as much power and influence as everybody's saying they do, why did he get arrested? Why didn't they, why didn't they cover that up why didn't they ignore that hmm why didn't they ignore that why does it look like somebody is closing a like why does it look like somebody's closing a circle smaller and smaller as we get up to this inauguration You said a NASA scientist was arrested too? And I'll tell you something else too, the lefty where the lefties are messing up. They keep trying to attack Mark Levin. And they keep trying to attack Dan Bongino. You're messing up right there. Those two dudes have, have two of the largest audiences. Between, between Dan Bongino, Mark Levin, and Rush Limbaugh, you pretty much talking to the entire conservative audience and then some you're bugging you're bugging and of all people see if parlor would have just been some company that would have been one thing but you chose to take down a company that 
a guy with a very large megaphone is invested in. See, there's an old saying back in the day. You say you don't go to war with anybody that uh, buys ink by the barrel. Now, why did they say that back in the day? Because back in the day, the press could write stories about you. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and pretty much destroy you. But see, the modern, the modern interpretation for that would be you don't want to go at somebody who has millions of eyeballs watching them on a daily basis. You, you don't want to do that. But you did it anyway. You did it anyway. You're going at Bongino. You're going at Levin. And here's the goofy thing. You can't, you, you can't call Levin. You're trying your best to call Levin these messed up names. You know, these Germany references. But he's a bona fide member of the tribe. You know how goofy you look calling him that? Like you're playing yourself. You're playing yourself. And it's not working. It's not working. It's not working. I, I don't even know what else to say, man. This is pure goofiness. This is pure goofiness, man. But yo, I'm about to get up out of here because I got to grab something to eat. I am starving. I will be back later on tonight for an episode of Boss Talk Radio. Uh, Boss Talk, we will be talking about uh, masculinity. In fact, I might, I, I, I don't know exactly what we're going to talk about, but we're going to talk about something dealing with manhood, masculinity. We might talk about male depression, you know, in light of what just recently happened with Force Windu. You know what I'm saying? We might we might talk about male depression and things of that nature. But if we have people come through, if we get 40 contributors, we'll do a D-Live after party where we delve more into the politics and all of that stuff. So be on the lookout for me later on, man. Um, other than that, all I got to say is keep the faith. It ain't over till it's over. So keep the faith. Keep the pride, hold the line, and remember to stay conservative, my friends. Holler at you guys later. Deuces.